0: Welcome to the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about U.S. soccer. Oh, it stings. Dos Acero on a cool night in Southern California, only this time it's the USA that falls to Mexico. According to U.S. Soccer, it was the USWNT's first loss ever. In the state of California, our first loss to Mexico in 14 years, and only the second loss to Mexico in the history of our women's national team, we are, not, we are now 41-2 and two against them. But the thing is, I mean, here's the thing, before I introduce everybody here, to me it didn't feel fluky, or even plucky, it was just a thrashing. We got thrashed by a team that we've only lost to twice in the history of our program, how are you? How are you? Vince, Tara, Greg.
1: Listen,
2: oh. I I I feel the ghost of Vladko Andinovsky near us. It's spooky. It's scary. I am looking for comfort in talking to you all today. Um yeah, I I've definitely felt better.
1: Yeah, yeah, the the, the chills are there. The chills are there, you know uh
3: when when you're being haunted by, by something, something you can't quite put your finger on. Something that, you know, when you do turn your head and, and, and try to look and see if there is something there, it's 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 somehow gone. And, you know, it's one of those things where once again, it's like if you let it, it'll it'll drive you into a mania. So like Tara said, I'm happy that we're here to have this um therapy session today. Because mm-hmm. uh Right. I, I so I experienced severe head loss. Um in a way that I haven't in quite a long time, probably since uh I don't know some sometime in World Cup qualifying, probably a Panama
1: match away panama uh yeah,
3: yeah, I was giving everyone a cussing, but uh yeah.
1: so what you do what you do when
4: you when you feel like you saw something and you can't quite and then it's gone and you're not sure what it really like you convince yourself that it was something else, and so mm. that's what we're gonna do, right, so that Panama. World Cup qualifying game for the men is kind of a nice echo uh, because you can tell yourself, well, this wasn't, this wasn't really the team and you try to figure out what went wrong and why it won't go wrong in the very next game we're going to play. Uh, and there are some, there are some ready-made answers for why it won't <laughs> basically uh, one name we So So, uh, you know, Bells, you said it felt like a thrashing and it did in real time. It absolutely did in, in, on a rewatch for me, It didn't feel like a thrashing it felt more like uh kind of a frustrating somewhat even game um and that's still frustrating because the U.S. isn't supposed to play even games at home against CONCACAF teams uh on the women's side like we are supposed to be thrashing other teams and it just like has is the expectation we've built that expectation over 30 years and so to see us play an even game and then come out on the losing end of it uh it does feel like it does feel it's 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 not,
0: it's not good. It's not a good feeling. Mm-mm. Before we get all, to all the punitive banishments and the, and the debates about those, um, why don't we do the lineups? Unless anybody else has any opening thoughts? Cause I think. I,
5: ahead,
2: I, did want to bring up, I read a incredible quote from Crystal Dunn this morning. She oh. said that this is, it was a good thing. It was a good lesson to learn. That they just can't show up and expect to win, and it just—I can't believe that we're just learning that lesson now. It's—it's it's shocking.
1: Mm. You
0: would—you would maybe yeah, after scoring you one can, goal at the World Cup. Yeah. Well, and,
3: and you would maybe hope that maybe you know your captain would be able to provide a little bit of leadership in that direction. But uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there in it. And 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 maybe even your former captain too. You know what I'm saying? But we'll get
1: to them both.
2: All three of the captains were out there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they steered that Who's ship the right. third?
0: So I know Haran and Sauerbrunn are the captains. Who's the other one?
2: Morgan.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Came on at the half. Um, all right. Let's do the starting lineup. Uh, Alyssa Nayer and goal. Um, Emily Fox, Abby Dahlkemper, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Crystal Dunn across the back line. Uh, Sam Coffey, Lindsay Horan, and Rose Lavelle. Got the start in the midfield, and then Trinity Rodman, Sophia Smith, and Lynn Williams across the front line and I gotta say I was obviously was I was surprised that Gurma didn't start, of course, I think Gurma is our best center back, um, but i wasn't really too upset about it initially. I thought it would be fine
2: yeah, it was not fine I mean, it
0: was not fine Uh uhhuh th-
2: this entire tournament i've been telling myself like it truly has been exciting to see changes and and actually try out players and and uh, go into some of these games with the expectation that we're rebuilding our bench because at, at least in my opinion that's what we were doing we're trying to find um almost an entirely new bench from the world cup and in in that aspect, I I was all for it. It, it. The rotation was exciting to me. I I wasn't nervous at all that we were um, not relying on Naomi Kerma. Um, I just I just thought it was any old day. We're gonna try out some more partnerships.
4: Yeah, that's that's sort of the the arrogance uh, of being a U.S. Women's National Team fan and apparently also coach because you just feel like we don't have to trot out our best eleven in a game where the outcome does matter. Uh, because we'll just win anyway. Um, and I totally felt that. So, the nice thing about seeing this lineup when we saw the 11 released was like, as soon as you see Gurma's not in it, you know that there's a ton of interpretation wiggle room. You know that, like, this is not who anyone, no coaches out there, like, this is our best 11. So, you know, best 11 was not priority in this game. There's a uh, group stage rotation going on because we feel like we will win anyway. <laughs> we, will, we will put out a suboptimal lineup and we'll just win. And then when we get to the knockouts, that's when we're going to go best 11. Uh, and I, I'm the same as Tara. I was okay with it. I'm like, yeah, we'll just win. It's okay that Grimm is not here. We'll, we'll win this game and then we'll really see who our best 11 in is. And Mexico are just like, no, you will not just do that against us. We will exploit uh, the little weaknesses you've put out there. And
0: you're not good enough anymore. Little weaknesses. Come on. Yeah. Sour was a horror show. I mean, straight up. All respect to her,
1: but uh that was horrific
3: she she was quite and, bad, uh, yeah. and also you know what I'm saying. I have to mention the fact that uh this midfield that had that did not work under one and Andonovsky for an entire cycle um once again once again back out there, you know what I'm saying uh rose Lindsay plus a six. You know, and especially in this match where, you know, there was no uh, there was no double pivot type situation. You know what I'm saying? Rose and Lindsay were both, uh, you know, half space merchants, essentially. Uh, which is the exact same configuration that. Led, I think, this entire pod down the path that, you know, what I'm saying we, we, we currently do not have it as it is currently presented. And um, guess what? They still don't have it, even against Mexico. Yeah, and, and you know, all those friendlies that we were uh, you know, living on an edge, hoping for Mallory Pugh to bail us out, for Trinity Robbins, somebody to just run past somebody and get to that in line and and throw a little cutback in that somebody scores home, a little jammy goal. We 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 almost got one in this match um that would paper over the entire performance. Um it didn't it didn't come in this game and yeah, just further evidence that we need to move on from this, Twilight. I don't even know why you went back, man. What's going on? But anyway.
0: Twilight gave, I would say, limited insight in the post-game conference press conference. Kind of just, you know, kind of like a chat GPT system, just churning out words in response to queries.
4: Well, I, want, um, I want to touch on Vince talking about, you know, those friendlies and papering over some goals papering over things. Cause I, again, I kind of feel like that was the Argentina match. Uh, and it wasn't that we were terrible. It's just that, you know, we, we scored some kind of odd fluky type goals and we scored a lot of them on very few clear cut chances. So it's a, it's strange to say, but like we didn't thrash Argentina, even as we beat them four zero. Um, we gave them almost nothing. They almost hit a worldie. Uh, and then you kind of look at what the Mexico game was and Mexico, we didn't, we gave them a lot, but our best players didn't give them a lot. So it's like, we can fix that. And then they hit a worldie and they actually hit it into the goal instead of uh, off the post. So like for me, both these games are kind of a mirage. The Argentina game was a mirage of like us dominating or or at least uh, creating a lot of chances because we scored four goals. And the Mexico game was a bit of a mirage of getting thrashed uh, because Mexico weren't like in my mind, carving up our, are good players. <laughs> it, it's all going to come back to Becky, so I feel bad because again, <laughs> she's an absolute like icon, and there's just no way around it. Like this is a, this is going to be a bad way for her to spend her last competitive game because I've got to imagine her next minutes will be either in a blowout or uh, after the Olympics in a testimonial. Yep, she'll get a retirement game in in September.
2: Yeah, we keep doing this to our legends. I mean, it it really felt like that was Becky's World Cup penalty um the other night she just mm-hmm. she, she looked a fool
3: it was terrible um and also yeah it was really greg just real quick i could i could feel i could feel you fighting the urge to wet blanket that argentina performance throughout their entire podcast <laughs> i just want to i just want to let you know I could, I could feel it i could see it right around the corner uh
4: you never uh you know you never took the bait it's hard it's hard to not be excited when jaden shaw scores two goals but you're like all right, but we didn't really, you know, and we, we broke down the video in the, in the Discord of Argentina, and it mostly came through, like, Corbin Albert clips, and it wasn't that she did anything particularly bad, that we'd been getting really good stuff from our center mids uh, before Argentina and then Corbin, came. it was really just like, this is, as a team, the stuff we don't see. We don't see windows, progressive windows open right when they open and hit them quickly and play, uh, and, and again, it didn't, in, in real time, it doesn't feel like anything against Argentina because they were so passive right they're in their really passive five four one so when you miss a window uh you still have the ball and you're not you're not flustered and we still keep it and move but it's still a miss like when you're grading it out it's a miss it's a it's a mistake um and against mexico when we missed the window we because mexico were coming in with a super hot uh f- press when you miss a window you get tackled like you get tackled and it turns into uh d1 college soccer right like it turns into Kind of like what we saw in that Netherlands World Cup group stage game where it gets really messy because they pressed us and we're not, we're not good at, (laughs) we're not press resistant as a team. And so it turns into sort of scrap, scrap
0: hustle ball. Yeah, we're definitely not. So let let me do the, we got a lot to talk about with regard to the midfield. Vince's points, he just made um, a timeline that is like 500 items long. So let's, uh, let's do the Mexico lineup. Stephanie. Barreras in goal, Cristina Ferral, uh, Rebecca Bernal, and Greta Espinoza across the back line. I mean, it was, I guess it was a nominal kind of 3-4-3. Three, three. Uh, Karen Luna, Alexia Delgado, Carla Nieto, and Nicolette Hernandez are the band of four. Luna pretty active on that right wing. And then uh, Lisbeth Ovalle, really the star of the night. She was, uh, she was awesome, I thought. Really, really fun player to watch. Um, on that right wing, number 11. And then Kiana Palacios and Maria Sanchez rounding out the front line. And then it was, uh, I mean, I guess we'll get into the subs, but it was Myra Palayo who was the sub who scored that banger at the end of the game to make it dos 0 Uh Palayo, a native of California. First thing I, I've got is in the th- like a 30 seconds in, a Becky giveaway to Ovalle in kind of a nothing moment in de- Mexico's defensive third. So we're trying to break them down. And um this is a foreshadowing of things to come. It goes the it comes back right back the other way. It's just a pat I mean she's trying to hit Haran down the left wing, misses her, and it comes down the other way. It doesn't really come to anything, but Sauerbrunn was about fifty fifty every time she touched the ball, like one t- every other time was a uh uh disaster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean it was.
2: It really was, yeah
1: again this would be
4: this would be a huge concern if we like well we becky's our second best center back so we're gonna have to hope for the best we just won't she just won't play again and we'll we'll have to be stuck with naomi germa and one of doll kemper tierna we're gonna be we're gonna be fine on the defensive
1: side
0: yeah i think that's that's right so maybe we shouldn't uh Hammer home every time she made a mistake in this game. Um, the win one minute mark, pretty good connection from Coffee to Haran to Smith in a pocket of space on the left side in Mexico's final third. Smith Smith takes on the Mexico defense as she was wont to do, dribbled toward the goal and got a shot off under some pressure. That wasn't great, but you know, at least it was a shot and it was, you know, could have beat the keeper. Moving along, sixth minute. A uh, smart counterattack killing scissor tackle from Dunn after Haran gives it away. That's the good news. The bad news is Haran gave it away, trying to pluck from the air a pass from Sophia Smith. That's that's that was either hit to Lynn Williams way beyond Haran, or was it just badly underhit and forced Haran to. Uh, it
2: had to. It had to have been to Lynn, right? I mean, it looked like it was going right, right to her.
0: Yeah. I could see where the I could see where the Sophia Smith discussion is going today, Tara.
2: We have we have lots to talk about. I'm I'm very intrigued, but we'll keep going.
0: No, I think I thought so too. But okay. I mean Greg, Greg, you you uh noticed that clip.
4: I just I just noticed as a way of like uh we aren't uh, we, we still remain not like a good rhythm passing team. <laughs> so so when you're hitting passes that are like confused about whether it's for this player or this player, you're like you know, you're hitting you're, you're working through the patterns of a possession team to break through a press, but instead of like hitting the pass with the right weight, the correct foot, you might be just like smashing it in a bouncing ball to a player's thigh. And that's kind of a theme for us. But again, same with same thing I said about Argentina. These are the growing pains of a team that's trying to get those reps in, of a team that's trying to be like, no, we need to be willing to hit this pass into somebody's feet, uh, even if they're under slight pressure. We need to trust that they'll you know, uh, protect it and make the next correct decision. So in that regard, you know, we, it was, we've had a good buildup, uh, for that first minute chance. We've had a couple, we're going to hit another counterattacking chance. If we can, if we can sort of find ways to attack through both these ways, both of these means, it's going to be good. And I do think that when we get our full-time coach in, she's going to help us do both of these things more efficiently.
0: Seventh minute, a big carry from Smith, uh, from in our half all the way into the box, tries to tuck a ball into Sam Coffey darting in behind as she moved on to, as Smith moved onto her right foot at the top of the box. Um, it was, uh, it didn't quite work out, but I like the idea from Smith to try to, to try to hit somebody there.
4: I like the ground we can steal with Sophia Smith in those moments, right? Like it's a, it's a good tackle from Coffey, uh, like almost at the top of our box. And she just one times it up into the area of Smith. Uh, and Sophia just, again, has that leverage where, she can drive a an entire defense backwards for 50 yards. An entire defense meaning that Mexico's scrambling three defenders. But you no one's gonna be confident enough to try to take that ball from Sofia at midfield. They've got to just give up ground against her. Um and then it's just gonna be about the decision and the execution in the last 20 yards, uh, on ball and off ball movements. And that honestly was a big part of where I think we
1: were lacking and have been lacking uh last night and through through the whole last cycle. Right. So it's good from Soph, but I would just like a little bit more. So they, they they retreat, right? They
3: retreat once they uh you know once Mexico basically once once Soph reaches Mexico's line of confrontation, you know, which is essentially like the top of the box, you know, center back comes out and confronts her, and uh, you know, I don't know, like you know, I mean she she ends up having to. Having to turn and and go horizontally across the box and and play the the tame pass, when, for me, I don't know. I feel like we we did have a lot of uh, zone fourteen or thereabout touches at the top of the box in this match, and not quite enough came from the from me, for for me. Like um, we
0: need to. <laughs> I
3: mean, d- just to, nothing
0: came from a man. Nothing came from him. Nothing. I mean, self trend There, nobody's nobody is blameless here.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Nobody's blameless, but like, but
0: you're gonna blame Rose. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's my big thing, man. It's like we just we need to eliminate somebody through the pass, through the dribble, something. We we did not do a lot of eliminating Mexican players in this match. Um, in in the attacking in the attacking areas, for the most part, and. Despite the things, uh, despite what I said about the midfield, despite what we said about the defense, um, the attacking players got to come under some,
1: some, uh, some criticism here too. Because I, I expect All more them. from them. I expect more from them.
0: Yeah, I do too. I'm glad you said that because I think, I mean, Lavelle, I think Lavelle's got to be benched basically. But um, Sophia and Trin got to, they need to put the fe- have the fear God put in them. Like that, they might be benched.
5: Are
2: you guys like uh, categorizing Lynn as less responsible than Trinity and Sophia?
5: Uh, no, No,
3: not really. Lynn had opportunity to eliminate people too. I I remember one time on the left wing, she got it tackled off of her when she, you know, receiving the ball, receiving the ball with a running start. Man,
1: like, like get busy. You know what I'm saying?
2: I remember a few times where Crystal and Lynn. We're trying to connect and one or the other would just dribble it out of bounds a few times on that left side.
4: The other thing we're going to lean on here, we're, we're going to lean on, uh, you know, when we talk about was that a ghost or was it nothing, is we're going to fall back on our like preseason. A lot of these players are in preseason uh, excuse and be like, what will it look like three, month, three months from now, you know, and we I don't know. And it, it might still look this disjointed. Uh, but I'm just sure hoping that there's a little better, a little better uh, first touch, a little better control of the ball as you're trying your move to eliminate someone, um, because I, I mean that is a real thing. Uh, but yes, like this, the, the big warning flag for the attack here is Mexico. We're not sitting in a low block. We know that's a problem for us. The, we beat their press quite a few times. For as much as everyone's complimenting Mexico's press, we beat it a lot. Got running downhill and just squandered uh, break after break. So that is a problem cuz these are the players who are supposed to be like thriving on these breaks trinity rose uh so like this is where they're supposed to shine and
0: it was it was pretty dull shine they yeah. did not no um uh 8th minute uh done just a bad whack across the box when she could have been more patient after a build up through lavelle and Haran down the left side um this is a ninth minute. Just, just real, what's that? Just real quick. That's
3: another zone 14 touch from Rose that she just, you know, opted to turn to her left and just pass it kind of backwards to to Crystal for the cross.
0: Yeah. She she didn't see, she wasn't seeing out of the right half of her right eyeball very well <laughs> in this game. Um, Ninth minute comical giveaway from Sauerbrunn doll kemper a little slow to it so she 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 squares it for doll kemper across the center circle um somebody's probably put music to this but uh squares it across to, the center. We, we posted the video
4: everyone wants to curb your
0: enthusiasm uh, theme <laughs> yeah. on, on a lot of these clips but i mean it's a bad pass but uh, like doll kemper's reluctance to uh, to meet the ball is also kind of mystifying to me anyway palacio's doll kemper kind of dances around it as Palacios arrives, Palacios takes a touch and then Dahl takes a crack at Palacios's leg and their Mexico is off. But um again, this the, the the back is it's not just the defense. It's not just the bad, bad mistakes, but the back without Gurma back there just doesn't have the same, it doesn't set the same firm foundation for the rest of the team in terms of like building forward, being calm. Um so yeah, hopefully that uh that never happens again where Germa doesn't start and (laughs) we don't see anything like this.
4: That's right. So long as Germa is available for every minute of every game going forward,
0: like we aren't going to give up goals. Right. Uh, Real quick, 10th minute to the, maybe the 1330 mark. We have a sort of a, a tit for tat situation. Emily gets hit in the face. She's um, absolutely outraged at it, uh, looking at the ref. And then, um, a few minutes later, Lindsay gets justice herself by hitting Ovalle in the face. And um, I really liked that. Neither is deemed intentional, but fouls were given. So not even a yellow on either one. But I do like how how Lindsay got retribution for Emily.
2: She is an eye for an eye type of player. Regardless of what you think about Lindsay Horan, She she's old testimony in that kind of way. <laughs>
0: Um, Greg, why don't you take this one? Because you, I, I grabbed a screenshot of one of the, um, you know, oh I don't know, seventy-five videos you put on Discord yesterday.
4: Uh, so fourteenth minute, we just get a, a kind of a demonstration of our our non-Rondo mentality. Uh, in Mexico, has started to press more. Again, they didn't start out full aggressive uh, on the press. They kind of built into that too, and they did the same in the second half. Um, but as they started to press us more, like we have to have the we were a little bit naive. Like you have to have the mindset of like as I'm receiving this ball, I'm going to get closed down. I won't have the same kinds of easy options that I'm used to against Argentina and Dominican Republic. Uh, So my priority has to be know what my first touch passes are. Uh, And off the ball, the priority has to be uh, shortening distances so that a player receiving under pressure can make a, you know, a reliable uh, first touch pass um, if we're going to be press resistant. And we just don't have that mentality very well. So in the, in the 14th minute, Simple ball from Sauerbrunn to Crystal Dunn. She's getting closed down. She's got her uh, giving her one angle. Coffee's over for another angle. Uh, but instead of using one of those players early, she, like, lets the ball roll across her body uh, and tries to flip her hips upfield right into the oncoming challenge um, and does, like, a little step over feint um, and just gets tackled immediately. And you're just like, okay, well, this is, this is the kind of thing we have to fix. At halftime, I or Twila said, I think at halftime, she, she was giving them solutions. And for me, it's like, that's great, Twilight. The solutions are already there. Like, when the options are there a lot of the times. The window exists. You got to be brave, and you have to identify it quickly and hit it. And then and then the next domino can fall. But uh, this was just, it's, its again, it might be a
1: nothing play, but this kind of shows where we are at as a program.
0: Yeah. And sometimes, I, w- I just got to say, sometimes coffee, coffee's arriving to provide Uh, an outlet here like an option but she doesn't always do that she doesn't always do that with a lot of uh, alacrity to use a scuffed (laughs) (laughs) recently the recently nominated favorite scuffed word uh so that's that's weird to me because i think of coffee as a great like sort of possession uh player but she's not always even she's not always arriving to provide the option Got a lot to work through here. 16th minute, patient, simple buildup from uh, Sauerbrunn coffee and done to draw Mexico forward. This is another clip you put out there, Greg. Then Sauerbrunn plays it to Williams coming back to the half line on the sideline, and she plays it across the center of the field, and we're off with uh, having broken the press. It ends with Robin not being able to make a touch in the box count for anything, which was a the theme of the night, and then Smith Standing offside by a solid two steps when coffee tries to float it into the box. It's just like, what are what what's going on, ladies? What are we doing up here? Um.
3: Yeah. Also, just another thing. You uh, we didn't have Rose mentioned here, but the you know, Trend I think shoots the ball, gets deflected, falls to Rose, who kind of like is in the box without many people around her. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Takes a touch away from the goal. Like she's on, she's on the right side of the box. Could have easily took a touch and went, you know, forward diagonally to the goal, uh, took a touch away from goal, Mexican player comes. And then she tries to do a little, uh, if y'all have ever watched the, uh, classic much esteemed movie, double teamed, a Disney channel, classic movie, uh, the story of Heather and Heidi Burge. Um, if, if you know, at the, anyway, um, Rose gets on the ball and does basically does like some high knees. I don't even know what's going on. The Mexican defenders just sitting there in stands, staring at her like, "Are you gonna move or do anything?" Rose then passes it backwards, and it's like, I mean, come on, come on. I mean, I, I was gonna say this at the beginning of the show, Greg, when you mentioned the fact that Naomi is a is a clear um, indicator that this is not our first choice lineup. I, I'm, I'm I'm throwing Jaden Shaw in there too. I'm throwing Jaden Shaw in there too. Jaden Shaw makes something happen right here. I'm sorry. Uh and,
1: and yeah, just if, if Rose is gonna be out here. Um, because she's not giving you that much like
3: defensively, like uh in that giveaway from Sourbrun in the ninth minute, uh Maria Sanchez uh grabs the ball and carries it and basically um dribbles between Emily Fox and, and Rose Lavelle as Rose was taking the the uh the angle for Maria to get to the touchline and <clears throat> excuse me. And Rose is basically line, lineman jogging and not closing down the space so that Maria has the opportunity to dribble between the two. And it's like, okay, you're not giving the defense. You're not winning a lot of second balls and what you're supposed to be doing. What I think you should be doing, what everybody thinks you should be doing. If you're, if you're on the pitch for sure. Um, it's just not, there's just no, uh, there seems to be no will to even make the, make the defense feel you, you know what I'm saying? I I just don't, I don't understand what's going on here.
0: Yeah. I mean, no disagreement for me. I think, I think Rose, Rose is going to have to, if if I were in charge, which obviously I'm not, Rose has Rose is back to square one. You gotta, you gotta earn your spot. Um, And you are definitely not starting for a while.
2: Rose is somebody who barely played last year like uh, i'm not throwing like i don't really i don't put too much weight on it being off season for everybody but corbin and Lindsay. but i mean rose hasn't played meaningful soccer in a long long time everybody everybody hangs uh so much weight on that in wsl final but other than that, she just hasn't played in a long, long time. She was hurt last year. I don't I don't know what a consistent Rose Lavelle looks like anymore.
4: So, I I'm going to throw it on you guys too. If you want to if you want to bench Rose, uh is it experiment time with like a Moultrie in one of those 10 rolls or is it like Shaw and Haran dual tens with Shaw pinching in off the wing? Like give me your give me your quick uh Rose fix if you're benching her for the Columbia game. I, I'm assuming we're going to play Columbia.
2: I did this exercise with Bells and Vince where I did not put Rose in my starting lineup. Sure and Vince acted a fool.
5: I sure did. He acted I sure did. a fool. <laughs> so sure apology did. accepted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But uh I'm uh first of all, I think Lindsay's much better deeper. Um her operating in the half space is, is not where she does her best work. Um her best attacking contributions are in the box finishing, so she can make those late runs from deep. She can also find the people in the pocket, the person in the pocket that she will be finding in this theoretical lineup with Roosevelt on the bench is Jaden Shaw.
4: But who's the other Who's the other pocket? That's where I keep coming back to, because I agree with you in the the ironic thing about Rand playing the 10 uh, is she still makes late arriving box runs, but then we don't have anyone making the early arriving box run that we need. So we're always kind of like, you know, one of the reasons that you, you said we weren't finding that right side as we were on those breaks was because like Haran is really late to join on the right side. as that right side of 10. Mm-hmm. And then Trinity was kind of uh, off and on because she had some different responsibilities with Emily Fox being like the nominal right wing, but more of like a, a center mid in, in possession. Right. So I, my question just becomes, if you want Haran to sit deep, which I like, and you've got Shaw as one of your pocket players. Who's the other pocket player? Because it doesn't really seem like Trinity Rodman or Lynn Williams fit well as pocket players. So who is it? Is, is that where you just test out like an Olivia Moultrie or are you putting
1: Corbin there? Like who's the other player in the pocket with Shaw?
2: I'm trying Moultrie.
1: With Crystal Shaw. John.
0: So you'd have Shaw on the right wing and then Moultrie as the sort of nominal 10. And then Iran as the in the double pivot with um. Whoever the six is, is that what you're thinking? For now, yeah, yeah. That's
2: what I would do.
0: I like that. I mean, it is a problem if you're going to put Shaw in the midfield and with this particular roster, what do you? How are you going to? How are you going to fill that other pocket? So yeah, we're all we're all dreaming of Kat Macario and <laughs>
3: yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think of who it could be, but somebody that can play right, that can play nominally right wing, while Mitch Purse is out there right back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know who the who the candidates would be. Because as you said,
1: you know, Lynn, Tran, even Soph. Um, not giving me what we need. but That's, that's where you draw it out. And Jaden Shaw is the
4: perfect player for that. But then it just becomes who's the third center mid with Haran in your six. And that's where it's like, all right, we got if you're going to bench World Cup match winning goal scorer Rose Lavelle. I know it's five years ago, but <laughs> you got to experiment at this point with a with a Moultrie. Uh, you know, like that's the only profile left here, unless unless you're going to put Crystal Dunn back in an attacking mid roll Yeah, that's. I I just wanted to kind of run through it because because I get the frustration with Lavelle, especially after that game, and it's like, do you do you experiment or do you just roll the dice with Lavelle again because she's got a proven past and be like, snap out of it, Rose, like do your thing because like we saw in that NWSL final, she's capable.
2: I'm trying Moultrie there instead of done because to me done is just you know a little less guilty than rose this past game i thought i thought she was not good at all
3: i actually thought crystal was alright <laughs> watching it back
0: i thought yeah i rewatch, I'll re-watch. As, i
3: i was i was
0: okay with it i'm not as low on crystal as a lot of people <laughs> were either but i you know questions need to be asked over there too Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> Everyone. So, so yeah, just, just throw Moultrie and Shaw in the, on the pitch, please. So okay. goes, you know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, but
3: yeah, we'll take that and sit.
0: Uh, the, w- Why don't we go to the next timeline item? Cause it is probably the most impressive thing. Crystal Dunn on the, done did on the day. Crystal Dunn done on the day. Mm. If you will. Done, done at all. Uh, RIP shawty low. Okay. Uh, 17th minute. Nice work from Crystal
3: Dunn to, uh, turn and keep the ball uh, in play along the left touch line. Um, She kind of has to has to go out of bounds, uh, but makes a nice little slide and play to keep the ball in uh, as she runs around her marker, then plays a nice little pass to Lindsay, who takes a nice little quiff touch to evade the pressure that's on her back and find Rose in a pocket of space ahead of her. Um, And, you know, we're off, you know, another one of those long carries. Rose carries it into our attacking third um, and. As bells alluded to, she opts for Sof on the left side of the box instead of a streaking Emily Fox and Trinity Rodman on the other side, who had a two v one. There's a two v one standing right there. Emily made a made a nice lung busting run. Um, Soph receives the ball in the box, tries to take on Fidal, and uh, opts not to opts not to well well understands that she is not getting the better for for all in that moment. Um, turns out of it and smashes the cross off the fender off off of Fidal. Ricochet falls to Crystal, um, whose cross comes off the chest of Trinity and is cleared.
0: Yeah, just make this was a pretty interesting moment, Greg. Do you, Greg, you clipped it. Do you have anything to add to Vince's uh, expert description?
4: Well, I just because I would just given Lavelle some excuses for not finding the right side, and those excuses don't apply here. This is just it's a bad miss on the break uh, to play to the short side of the field and put. and and keep it i mean it's four on three as haran haran creates the four on three really well uh with with sort of her superpower of playing in a telephone booth and it's a miss like we had two v one on the center of the goal and instead we played it uh we took our four v three and turned it into a kept it two v two um from a narrow angle so that's just it's just really poor execution in this moment um and again you're you're never going to execute every break perfectly but this, we have a long line of breaks poorly executed, and this was this might have been the, the worst one.
0: Yeah. Well, we have um, we're not even through twenty minutes of the game, and <laughs> uh, so we really need to hurry up. But um, what the let's see. Nineteenth o- minute. O- Ovaye and Rodman meet at a loose ball. I want. I really want to mention this one, and uh, it's o- it's Oviye, There's a bad pass to Ovaye from her teammate. I forget which one it was, and Rodman is going to get there first. Robin sticks her foot out and Ovaya Ovaye just puts her shoulder through Rodman, absolutely lays her out, doesn't change the expression on her face one bit as she does it, and then trots across the field adjusting her pony ponytail as Mexico prepares for a throne And Rodman looks, gets up looking like she is ready to go to prison for the rest of her life and murder <laughs> this woman. And um it just uh struck me that man, Ovae got that dog in her and uh she came to make a statement, I think, That's right. throughout the game. Obviously, she scored a lovely goal, but she also did, she's also like in the, in the trenches, just uh, being difficult to play against, you know? Yeah. We weren't ready for that energy, I don't think. We mm-hmm. were not. 20, 20th minute, Fox plays Lavelle at the top of our box in some space. Some Mexico players to, starting to close in, and Lavelle just boots it right out of bounds. Hilarious. 21st minute. Uh, Vince, you got this one.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, this is a uh, Abby doll Kemper long ball to Lindsay making a into out run into the right channel. And uh, Lindsay fails to trap it. But I, I just note this moment just to ask, even if she did trap it, what, like like what is going to come with Lindsay Horan? isolated on the right wing. And, and I would I would say nothing um so what's the point of of even doing this
1: once again what's the point of having her in this position where she makes this run but uh do do you all disagree
4: i like i like the i like the territory like gain you get here and that i kind of posted some of these where doll kemper was finding our attacking players into these spaces where you get to use the sideline as sort of a uh teammate or as protection where you just run towards the sideline we didn't we haven't Done a lot of that as a national team lately, um, and I think it's an easy way for us, given our personnel, to steal forty yards at a time. So that that's all we're getting here. We get the ball up to Haran, who should control this comfortably, and should now just be able to do her dallying, um, you know, forty yards from goal instead of sixty-five yards from goal. So that's that's sort of the, for me, that's the that's the gain we can get here. And no, we're not going to put her in, and she's going to do somebody one v one and go to goal. But while she holds it, what we'd like to see is our other three attacking pieces doing something imaginative around her and and just seeing what kind of stress that puts
0: on Mexico's shape in recovery. Yeah, that's what I would I would see it, too. Um, Next one goes to Tara, 23rd minute.
2: Yeah, 23rd minute. We have a, a really bad Rose giveaway, which I only noted because this is really where the frustration started started to get to me a little bit um crystal passes the ball to rose rose dribbles past one player uh, emily fox is wide open and making a run centrally uh, but rose opts for uh, a pass to trinity way out on the right and it just doesn't even come close what happened
0: yeah she's a mishit pass it was a bad one though and it made me sad that's
4: all no i i mean i I had rose rose breakdown as like a shortcut key for my for all the clips i was clipping
0: just be like yep rose breakdown Mm. yeah it was it was kind of similar at least she was at least she saw that trinity was kind of open she didn't see that in the 17th minute the one that vince talked about
4: the the one good thing here Tara was uh Rose at least created her own break. Like it wasn't like, oh right, well, she didn't right. do anything. She just benefited from Haran. Like this was at least we saw a glimmer of like Rose did eliminate the gal, the defender at midfield. That is what let her pick her eyes up
1: on the run and see the options, and then she just executed really.
0: Important. Okay, that's my gotta, that's what I'm clinging to. Yeah, no, that's that's important to note. And uh, Vince, you got a Haran giveaway you want to talk about? I was it was just a Haran giveaway. I just wanted to note it. Wanted to note it yeah. uh, because Lindsey Horan told me. In the
3: me, defensive third, right? In the defensive third. And yeah, Lindsey Horan told me this is a smart thing to do, um, to tell her when she plays bad. Uh, so I am I am here to tell you all um, when she makes bad plays. Thank you.
0: I This is just my only addition to this is it was uh, back to goal just p- tried to pass it up the line and pass to kind of nobody but a green shirt but this was this is one where i noticed coffee not uh arriving to provide an option with any sort of urgency i mean she's just kind of like uh wandering around in the middle of the park watching lindsay do lindsay things and that's not good enough yep. um um let's see
3: Oh, and then, so our, our next proper timeline item is in the 29th minute. But these are th- just things that I noticed that happened from the 25th to the 29th minute. Um, Rose doesn't trap a ball. Um, that they, they kills a fine build-out, um, and basically Mexico comes in possession. Just a bad touch from Rose. Um, Trinity also gives it away easily a few seconds later,
1: I think down in our defensive third. Um, and then also, um, Lindsey Horan, once again. Uh...
3: F- fails to close a player down after a poor touch on a second ball that could have been challenged. Um, the Mexico break um, basically ends up in a free kick outside the box after a Sam Coffee foul. Um, and this is something that I've noticed. So, like, as Greg said, Mexico didn't press us off the pitch, but they did pounce on every on almost every all of our moments of, you know. Uh, sloppiness, you know, and, and there were some from Mexico. That we did not quite take advantage of, you know, and, and the fact that like we we haven't got to the goal yet, but you know, that that Becky Sauerbrunn goal, um, the reason why that turned into a goal is 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 because Ovalle, you know, clear that thing, chase that thing down, um, and and really closed her down all the way, whereas um, in multiple instances in this match, Lindsey Horan doesn't do it, um. Roosevelt doesn't do it, um, and Mexico was able to get away with their, their sloppy moments because we are not there, ready to pounce and, and ready to uh, take advantage of the opportunity. But yeah.
0: why don't we go straight to the goal? Because uh, there's a there's the risk of this being a three-hour episode. So um, the 38th minute, uh, it's a goal kick for Mexico. I would say miss hit, not hit very well, into um the center of the park. And uh Lavelle gets to it first, takes a touch in front of uh who was it? Who was it? Um sixteen who was on the
1: Mexico um
0: It was Carla Nieto. Okay, so she she um she takes a touch it's just a bouncing ball it's kind of a poor touch she can't really get to it nieto gets to it first and then nieto just on the swivel 80 yards from her own goal just just hits a kind of a blind volley way down field and um I mean, maybe it wasn't a blind volley maybe she meant it completely but becky sarban is in a position to deal with this very comfortably um Maybe play it back to the to Nayer. Although Nayer's, you know, Nayer's a little iffy with her feet too. So it's like this like throwback era back back line kind of it's the worst possible scenario for them. And then Sauerbrunn just as you mentioned, Ovae chases her down. Sauerbrunn tries to play it through her, plays it off of Ovaye's chest. Ovaye has it uh, just inside the box as Nayer is arriving. Nayer's trying to close down the angle. Ovaye takes two touches into her left. Um kind of Giovanni Dos Santos Gold Cup vibes here and then uh and then uh clips it over everybody into the far post and celebrates with alacrity. Mm. And it was uh man, a nice goal.
1: What else? Mexico. Oh go ahead, Tara, sorry.
2: No, no. I'm just saying it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing by Becky. I am not even gonna pretend to see it. What Alyssa Neyer should have been doing, but I'm tired of Alyssa Neyer, and I'm curious uh, if if there's any blame on Rose here because uh, that touch just seemed not good.
3: Yeah, I, I I would like to throw a little blame on Rose <laughs> since we're already here. You know what I'm saying? I think. Go
0: ahead. I mean, I'm happy to blame Rose, as you guys know, for things, but in this case, it's like, like, it was maybe not, maybe in a different game, she's better at that duel. Like she's doing better in the duels, but I don't know how you can expect her to overcommit to try to stop a, you know, a clearance it's, 85 yards from her goal. It's like, yeah, but it Rose,
4: Rose is, Rose is at fault for miscontrolling this. Uh, sure. I've, I've gone, but I've done a few of these with uh, on the men's side of like, Bobby and Johnson against Costa Rica in 2017. Uh Rose is at fault for not controlling this ball, but it's we, yeah, we are we are 80 yards from a nair Uh in Rose is an attacking mid. An attacking mid losing the ball 80 yards from her own goal. You don't really hang a goal on her scored the other way. Uh what she did was gave Mexico a chance to um get rid of uh or to solve the poor goal kick that they took. They took a poor goal kick that Didn't even get halfway to the center circle. Um, And so then they get a a mulligan to smash it upfield to skyball it. And we should just be fine. Uh, There should be no danger. So Rose isn't at fault for any of the danger that's created for this. That all falls squarely on the shoulders of Becky Sauerbrunn. Um, Just, I mean, just too slow, just doesn't deal with it safely. Um, Also want to note, this is Mexico's first shot of the game. So we're 38 minutes in. I know we've talked about them. When we talk about this being like a thrashing, they have not had a shot yet on target or otherwise. Uh, and so their first first shot of the game is a, is just a gift-wrapped uh, package courtesy of Becky Sauer. Yep.
0: But at this point in the game, what, what did we have? Uh, two shots? One yeah, on not target? a lot either.
4: Yeah. The the Fox shot and then the Sofia shot from like the
1: first minute that just kind of bent away. Just didn't miss by much. Yeah.
3: Better touch Rose. Get it
1: together.
0: <laughs> yeah. 46 minutes of the first minute of, st- minute of stoppage time. Another big Mexico chance. Again, it's a sour brown mistake. Uh, does anybody else want to take this timeline? Cause I'm not, um, I'm not super prepared for it. And I also have been talking a lot. Um, yeah, man, it's just a, uh,
3: it's, it's basically like a clearance that, that comes from, uh, that comes from Mexico, um, from, from our counter press, uh, falls right to Becky, Becky pops that thing up. And, uh, once again, Mexican players closing us down, anticipating a bad touch, Becky might have could have got away with that. If Palacios didn't choose to like be on our toes and be ready to pounce on that thing. Maybe she saw the fear in Becky's eyes. Um, and maybe she saw that she was still shook from the uh from the goal. But no matter no no matter why she was ready to pounce on that touch, she pounced on it in it. And uh yeah, just uh and then balls passed to uh Nieto, who uh takes <laughs> takes a shot from distance and uh it's the crossbar, which is I mean, this is one of the best displays of long shooting I've seen in a minute, really. Uh, Mexico was just out there going to work. So, uh,
0: This is the one, and this is the one that went, that had Nair beat dead to rights, right? It hit the crossbar beyond Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I just have the last touch of the half. It comes from Sophia Smith in our own box clearing the ball, which I thought kind of just painted the picture of where we're at.
0: Mhm. Great job, Soph. You know, it just occurred to me. You know who else would could be could work in that midfield for us? How about Lily Johannes?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Can't come because she plays in Farmers League, right?
3: Right. Uh, <laughs> which you know we'll we'll get to Corbin Albert in the second half. But anyway, it's halftime, <laughs> ladies
1: and gentlemen.
2: It's halftime, so so surely you think. We're going to get Becky out of here. We're going to maybe get somebody to settle things down in the midfield. None of that comes. Yep. Yeah. None of alarm that comes. bells.
0: The alarm bells weren't ringing for uh, Twyla.
3: You trying to tell me Emily Sonnet isn't a settling presence in the midfield? Is that what you're trying
0: to tell me, Tara?
2: I think even even <laughs> the biggest fans wouldn't say that that's a calm player.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sonnet comes on, her face flushed as if after three gin and tonics. Right. And um, uh, does not bring calm to the lineup. Uh, <laughs> so, and then Morgan comes on for Sophia. Well, yeah, Sophia.
3: Yeah, I right? was Al- yeah. Morgan for Sophia, uh, Emily, and for Lynn Williams. Um,
2: and we kept the center backs.
3: Kept center backs, baby.
0: We
2: We said Gerbert, you don't need to come in. <laughs> we got this. <laughs>
0: And then uh I guess Lavelle moved out to the wing, right? Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's 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 we gotta blaze through this timeline. We're we're being really irresponsible here.
1: Do we?
3: Uh I think it's what the people want, Bills. <laughs> uh anyway, <laughs> just real quick, uh forty six minute. Uh immediately, you know, we get a we get a Alex Morgan trademark flick um out to the left side to Crystal Dunn, who uh at, at gives away right after um 47th minute um lindsey haran is harassed to playing the ball out of touch um and and you know you just don't want that from your captain this also happens later this is a precursor precursor for something that happens later in the match um yeah she's just receives the ball um get impressed somebody on her back and you know trying to do her lindsey haran thing she drips it out of bounds
0: Maybe we should address the Haran elephant in the room right now because we've sort of been dancing around it. But I feel like Terry, you and Vince would like to would like Haran also to be sort of put Haran in the same category as, as Lavelle, except with a little more venom because she she called us all dumb.
2: Hey, I, I call us dumb all you want. I am not foolish. I know that Lindsay Haran can be an incredible player. I do not think that she was out there. Um, I just, I don't see why we are in a scenario where everything needs to be kind of built around Lindsay. It, if this was going to be a game where we had time on the ball and space, you're not going to find anybody better. Um, it's it's very Vladko Andonofsky to think our, our, creativity starts and stops with lindsey Man, again i i i i feel like i i get a little heckled for not appreciating the beauty of um the beautiful football but you're an american there was nothing beautiful out there there was nothing beautiful out there and you know that's that's all i have to say
3: your your brain has not evolved to be able to appreciate the nuances and the beauty of uh, one Lindsey Horan's football game, but anyway, um, fifty. But but I would say if we're gonna play Lindsey, put it in the double pivot. Let it cook. Okay, that that that's my position. Fifty um, fifth minute. Um, nice nice ball, nice ball from Becky Sauerbrunn into the feet of Sam Coffee. A nice little line breaker. Um, takes two touches and plays a little pass to Horan. And a pocket of space um, somewhere within, you know, twenty twenty five yards of the goal, almost zone fourteen. Um, she dribbles across the box
1: with uh, number fourteen. Who's fourteen, y'all? Is it Nieto? Mm. Espinoza. It's Espinoza, Espinoza. Yeah.
3: with with Espinoza dogging her. Um, wins a foul, which um, that 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 was the best thing you were gonna get out of Lindsey there. Um, she was not going to eliminate Espinoza. She wasn't going to pull away from Espinoza, And, you know, some people said that might not have even been a foul, but anyway, um, the result is that free kick
1: that she blasted to, uh, you know, Santa Barbara. Yeah. I, okay. so I, I
4: like the sequence here. I like that we, you know, hit two vertical passes. This was reminiscent of some of our good sequences against Argentina, um, but I also totally agree. You got to know your players here, and the way Haran receives this ball with a player on her hip uh, means she doesn't get to just pick out her next vertical pass. If she did, then the movement we saw from Morgan and Lavelle would make sense. They both tried to slash beyond the back line. Like she needs, she just needed one more person to make a pass to, and we still need to work out the uh, those rhythms and patterns for our personnel. Like if if Morgan just turns and faces Haran, then you get a nice little disguised, clever, outside-of-the-foot pass from Haran, seven yards upfield to Morgan, and we keep building from there. If you run away from Lindsey and say, nope, you got this dribble around this Mexico player, that definitely is not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Um, we had a good sequence, I thought, in the 56th minute um, where, uh, pretty sure, wasn't it done? Well, Morgan has a shot blocked off her foot how did it how do we get to that point? Do you guys it's remember? It's a long ball. It, like, oh yeah. It was a long a, ball to Haran. Yeah. She flicks it on to Morgan, right? Or flicks it on to Trin and then Trin plays it to Morgan. Yeah, I
3: don't I don't think her head touched it at all, but yeah, it fell to Trin.
0: Okay. And then um after Mo- Morgan, so Morgan Morgan kind of collects it, tries to take a shot, uh, it's blocked. She collects it again and plays it in behind for Rodman. This is <laughs> one where she plays that really nicely weighted through ball, right? Yeah. And Robin gets dispossessed as she did almost every time she got in a situation like this.
3: Yep. And uh, I'm just saying it was a, it was a kind of a tight angle, but Trent, put your left foot through that and try and roof it and see what we can do, man. Like
1: uh,
0: totally. Yeah.
3: Or if we do have these qualities and these players that we believe that they have, you know what I'm saying? You got to let it show.
1: You got to let it show. And, And and taking those touches there was just not the decision.
0: Yeah. Sixty fifth minute, good build up from Dunn and Haran. Also coffee and to sort of pull the Mexico uh press forward and and then get in behind it. A ball into the interior from Dunn to uh Morgan. Morgan tries to flick it on to Haran, but it's poked away. Oh, but it goes straight to Rose Lavelle and she plays rodman rushing between the the right back and the right center back right wing back right center back and Rodman takes a touch and then gets tackled before she can shoot but this was actually a really good chance to uh a really good attacking chance created by us which it's probably our best
4: chance which won't go down even as a shot but like it's your uh trinity rodman here is like a fraction of a second away from toe poking this into the goal uh as she's getting like two hands shoved into her back into the other Mexico player. who's going to sandwich her, which is all, you know, that's, that's fine. That's the dark arts. Uh, I'm not complaining too much about that, but that's, I mean, that's, that was the margin right there between leveling and, and having the worst result in U S soccer history.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But, but, but just once again, just to mention, you know, uh, Mexico bringing that steel to make it difficult on, on Trinity. You know, I, I think it's Espinoza yeah. here gives her a nice little forearm shiver right to the solar plexus once again. <laughs> Trinity must have been very sore after this. <laughs> um yeah. to the brunt of most of the punishment, but uh, yeah, Mexico went here to play around, man. Yeah,
0: sixty-seven minute mark, we have another uh, just a a shambles from Sourbrun that we have to mention Ovae receives in a tough spot with Dunn on her back and then finds Palacios's feet real nice from Ovae. She takes uh Palacios takes on Sauerbrunn as sonnet sort of rushes over to to help and she beats them both. I think Sourbrun and sonnet kind of collide with each other as one of them falls. I mean it's very Keystone cops. ...of your enthusiasm theme, yeah um and then uh palacios hits a good shot on frame beats nair i think probably headed into the goal and uh Dahl kemper keeps it out with a goal line clearance with her shoulder i guess yep i guess this is where it starts to feel like a thrashing you know they hit the crossbar they they score our our center back is um just gifting them chances uh, you know every 15 minutes And then, you know, we get another, we get a goal line clearance at 67 minute mark. We're not very threatening at this point in the game and we're down. So I'm starting to feel thrashed. And and this is another- Starting to feel thrashed. Go ahead, Vince.
3: Oh, just real quick. This is another situation where Lindsey Horan is there and available to disrupt this attack or or either win this ball by uh, challenging for the second ball or once Mexico wins it, you know, just give me a little cynical foul there. Now, it wasn't like a moment where it was immediately looking like danger, like that like Mexico was going to cause us danger, but
1: the, the the pitch control was lacking there. I, I would say. I agree. And never answer, so, go ahead, Greg. I
4: was just going to point out that again, like the three shots that you listed, bells are the only three shots Mexico have taken in this game, at least according to the Y scout shots chart. So, two gifts from Becky Sauerbrunn. And then Becky Sauerbrunn getting rinsed uh, in the box, and a little bit of a little bit of bad luck because Sonnet did arrive to double team. And actually, what ends up happening is uh, Mexico's uh, shooter sort of makes a little dribble to the inside, and then doesn't actually take the the touch the beats Sauerbrunn. Sonnet actually manages to nudge that ball outside of Sauerbrunn, so Sauerbrunn wouldn't have been expecting that. Um, so it's a little tough for her, but um, there's no way she's going to get her feet set again to recover and flip her hips around to. To deny the shot. But anyway, three yeah. shots for Mexico, all three sort of hanging on Becky Sour run. Yep. Yeah. Um and then after this we get we Okay, Greg, fine. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't solve any of our attacking issues. We're we we got we still have to turn into an attacking dynamo somehow, and we are we are definitely not doing that on the other side of the field. Somehow. Um, yeah. Uh Mexico makes a sub. They uh
3: Maria Sanchez comes off for of Casadas. Um Thank you. I just wanted to say that.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, got the done. Let's see, and then Albert and Purse come on for Corbin Albert and Midge Purse come on for Sam Coffee and Emily Fox. Uh, seventy-second minute, a purse giveaway leads to a Mexican corner. Let's go, Vince. Seventy-third minute. What do we have?
3: Seventy-third minute. Uh, really, the for these ten minutes, the game just gets very stretched, very stretched. So the um. Mitch Purse is found by Trent in space. Um, who carries it and finds a pass to Lindsay, who plays a ball to an on running Crystal Dunn, who releases uh Rose down the left side of the box. First touch lets mm-hmm. her down, and she ends up trying to play a pass to Lindsay and arriving in the box hits the defender. Um the clearance by the defender leads to a duel between Corbin Albert and 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 Cassides. Um that Corbin wins briefly. Uh, but promptly passes the ball to Mexico, trying to find a center back, trying to square it to Abby Doll Kemper, I think. Um, and the Mexican player that recovers the ball carries it, tries to shake Abby for—I think it was Ovalle. Okay. Ovalle um, carries it, tries to shake Doll Kemper for a shot, but is blocked out for for a Mexican corner. Um, this uh, the, the the game quickly go gets into quicksand territory for Corbin Albert. Um, we're gonna keep it going. <laughs> um 75th minute <clears throat> once again game stretch um a becky clearance from a bad uh trinity pass follows the rose and anchors the space she does what she does best carries it in the zone 14 plays alex wide right left footed shot is blocked um the ball comes to Lindsay, who plays it to mid plays it to midge and she pumps in a cross that hits trinity head trinity's head but, uh, with their back to goal, I don't know if you remember this um so Trinity got to a lot of balls in the air in this match, but none of them were even close to being
1: threatening um but yeah. we appreciate the effort um seventy seventh minute um yep,
3: nice little dink from from Rose little outside of the boot little some something, something sends uh Lindsay to the man city zone uh Lindsay chooses to hit a cross a looping cross. <laughs> Is And is deflected by the hand of um, the Mexican keeper, but not enough on it to change the course of the ball's path. Ends up at Trent's feet with the keeper bearing down on her and two Mexican defenders basically in a line behind uh, the keeper protecting the goal. Um, and this is basically just Trent just shoots a little squib that ends up getting cleared. I don't even think it was goal-bound, but it, it kind of looks like it was goal-bound because it was cleared by the person protecting protecting the net in the absence of the Mexican keeper
0: um she she just looked like a player especially in this moment who's just not feeling it right now you know maybe maybe it's all the preseason stuff but you know the the amount of time it took her to set her feet for that and sometimes those can be tricky but just just seem like she's like not in the zone at all uh and um this was an example of that sometimes it's that and sometimes it's just all goes in all doesn't go in
1: Yeah. This would have been
3: a tough chance to score.
4: It's all just math, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, you look at Mexico's shots that they're taking from thirty-five yards out, and every single one of them is like they just hit the screamer of their lives, and and you know Trinity has it here and just doesn't quite make the solid contact to smash it through the three bodies in her way. Um, just mm-hmm. just real quick, um, since
3: I just thought about this, um, I I was I was happy for the crowd, you know. Nice little, you know. I was too. We we saw those first two matches. I, I was kind of wondering what what this one what this one would look like, but it showed up. It showed up, and with this result, you know, what I'm saying we got we got a real you know USA Mexico rivalry brewing on the on the women's side, and uh, yeah, it, it was just good to see that the, the stadium was pretty full, pretty full, and everything for this match. But anyway,
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I think it's also you know if you zoom out wonderful for Mexico to be better at women's soccer. Yeah, it is. Um and they're on they're on a they're on a good trajectory it seems. And especially a team that I think somebody mentioned this in the discord but they're a team that presses, so if they continue to be a team that presses and can punch us in the mouth, that's a great experience for our players that we wouldn't get otherwise in our region. So a lot of um silver linings to this humiliating defeat. We get Colombia now instead of instead of uh like Puerto Rico or Costa Rica
4: in the knockouts. So uh that's World Cup uh knockout opponent Colombia. That's right. Yeah. Um that game
0: is Sunday now?
2: Sunday, eight fifteen.
4: And that's that's not official. Uh
1: there's it still depends on uh the expected result of Paraguay today. Okay. But most likely.
0: Most likely. Let's go. Oh well, Jaden comes on for Rose. Let's do, let's say Palayo, the California native on for Ovalle, Ordonez for Palacios, Rodriguez for Delgado, and um what's next, Vince?
3: Yeah. Um eighty-second minute. Corbin gives the ball away once again. Um
0: It was a rough one out there.
3: Yeah. It, it was it was her third or fourth, maybe. Um She must be a big Becky
5: Sauerbrunn fan.
3: Eighty <laughs> fifth minute. Uh, another, another Corbin, uh, another Corbin mistake. Um, I think the ball is squared to her. I, I want to say by crystal. Um, as she tries to, she tries to receive it and, and turn to play forward. Um, and, and basically leaves the ball behind. Like as she, as she tries to turn, um, Nieto pounces on it and passes to Pelayo, who then promptly cooks Corbin in open space. <laughs> When she receives the ball and rips a knuckling bending shot from about 30 to 35 yards that uh Alyssa Nair saves off the crossbar. Um decent save that. Um and, and then uh we we have the on-rushing Casitas um who pounces on the rebound. Uh but Alyssa gets to her feet with her cat-like quickness, um, and also thwarts that attempt. Um, it goes out for a throw-in. Um <laughs> It goes off for a throw in where, where Palayo catches another shot from the top of the box, uh, where this time it is sent over the goal to uh, San Diego.
4: Um, this this is like where we got to be. We got to watch ourselves on on the backup QB syndrome because we, you know, we were like get Corbin in, get Corbin in. and Corbin comes in and, and has a disaster class. It doesn't mean that Corbin's this is her level and this was what we'll always get from her. But we got to know all of our next up players could be capable of doing this kind of a thing in a knockout soccer match.
0: Right. Yeah. And this is, I've been, a, I've been, I've been expressing my doubts about Corbin for a few weeks now, I think. Mm. Um, and, uh, I do think Sam Coffey had a pretty good game. She wasn't great. I mean, actually pretty good maybe a little strong, but I thought she was, uh, she was able to solve some problems. She um, she's decent in possession. I know I've I've uh, dinged her for not showing up quickly enough as an option, but I don't think I don't think Sam Coffey loses any standing from this performance. Uh,
2: I agree. I thought I thought she I thought she was again. It it's it's not necessarily like elegant to say, but I thought she was calmer than almost anybody um out there which when Mexico's pressing us relentlessly i i felt like that was a good sign
3: yeah but she's calm on the defensive end too in it uh, and that's my issue um,
0: but they didn't they didn't really i mean we didn't give anything up through the middle you know it's bro, like so like, most of
3: these mexican counter-attacks you know what i'm saying there was opportunities to make some plays there but but anyway we'll, we'll see Colombia's Colombia's coming in it uh we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see who starts but uh Okay. Eighty six minute.
2: I mean not 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 to drag this one even further, but Vince, are you saying flat out you would not play Sam Coffee versus Columbia?
3: That is not what I'm saying. I I'm saying Okay. Let's see Just what playing. she let's see what she does against Columbia. that, that is my that is my position. Okay. Um eighty six minute, Crystal Dunn gets dispossessed by c dispossessed by Cassides, who uh carries it to the end line. Cut back is kinda cut out but finds um, Ordóñez, who gets a deflected shot off, the ball f- falls to Sonnet, who fails to clear, and uh, then So, so lays it off the top of the box to Nieto, who shoots it off Jaden for another corner, and, and and this is yeah, this is where the head loss is truly setting in. It is killing us, yeah,
0: for sure. This is I was going to say this is this is where the camera pans to Greg and he says five shots, two on target. <laughs> no, no, the even a couple of minutes before this. Uh, we,
4: like the U S had completely lost its way. Not that we were like clicking before, but it was the, it was the pressure being down a goal and knowing that we had to get it back. And, you know, the clock sticking It's the 80th minute now. And uh, we just started forcing everything. Like everything was going, like we would never be willing to be like, okay, the pass that we need to hit to open things up right now is back even to like all the way back to Nair or back to one of the center backs. But we have to hit that because, you know, Mexico has us caged in here. And we don't have any options, but instead it was like, well, we can't go backwards. We're losing. And so we have to go forward. And it ended up turning into just horrendous 15 minutes of soccer of like scramble ball of constantly playing a teammate into a position where they're going to get tackled immediately. Um, not having options cause we're, we're playing in the Mexico crowd. Uh, and so this was another example of that we played done into the short side. She had, you know, she had five Mexican defenders within 10 yards of her, uh, she doesn't even have the ability to like hit, clear it out with a long ball. And so it, this is what it looked like. And it looked like this for a solid 15 minutes. And that's what stuck in, I think, a lot of people's heads was the tempo and hopelessness of that last 15 minutes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and while all, both of those things, while this is in my mind real quick, I just want to ask y'all, what, was,
1: what did y'all think of that shot of, uh, of, of Twyla giving instructions to uh, Jaden?
2: Pits me off that red scrunchie
1: she wears. piss me off. We gotta let people wear
4: their scrunchies. We can't. We can't be.
2: She's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. She doesn't deserve a red scrunchie. Mad.
4: It. It just.
3: I don't know, but because like, Twilight comes after the match and says, you know, nothing that happened here surprises, which, which I do think is probably the case. Um, you can't say it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you can't say it. But yeah, just uh the the calm the calm way that she was giving these instructions to Jaden. I don't know.
1: I I just feel like you know, she was the dog and the this is fine meme. You know what I'm saying? Just trying <laughs> yeah. wanna... to but anyway, um
3: eighty ninth minute. Eighty ninth minute. We almost get it. We almost get it. The classic um Vlaco Andonovsky two thousand uh twenty-three cycle. Something out of nothing goal. Uh we get a Nair long ball to the head of uh Lindsay Horan, who grazes it to Alex Morgan who flicks it to Trinity. Um Trinity's on rushing to the uh, it's left side of the box, takes a shot with her left foot, um, probably about 10 yards away, that uh beats uh Barreras and is and you know, trickles across the face of goal.
0: But we almost had it. She hit it pretty good, too, right? I mean, it just was... It uh, wasn't
3: bad. It's a bit wide. It wasn't bad. A bit yeah. wide. Um, and 92nd minute, here it comes. Dosa Um Lindsey dribbles out. <laughs> so she did it at the beginning of the second half, and she does it at the end of the game. Uh, dribbles out with a person on her back again. Um, the throw-in is taken by Luna, um, who throws it into somebody, um, and gets it back and fires just an absolute dime Across the pitch, um, to to Palayo.
0: Oh yeah, on the half volley, just sm- like a a, a bomb, yeah. of a switch. Right? Just,
3: yeah, just smashed it. A total, yeah, very nice switch, beautiful. Um, and the ball falls to uh Palayo in a ton of space against Midge one v one. Um, I don't want to ding Midge. Too- no, I'm a ding Midge because you know if if you're gonna if you're gonna set up right, I mean. I never play soccer. I'm a basketball player, though. If you're gonna set up like, hey, you're not gonna be able to get inside. You better not let him get inside. You know what I'm saying? And so, and and, and Palayo basically dices Midge up, um, a little ah, ah ah cuts in on the right, um, that that then you know beats Midge. Midge is, Midge has to drop her left foot and turn and try and chase Palayo, and uh, Palayo just rips a nasty bender into the right side of the goal. Top bends. Nothing, Alyssa, can do about it. Match over. I I mean, really, it was it was like one more touch after this,
1: like the game. The game was done, and uh, we are in the mud. Yes, we are. What a goal! I
0: mean, just four touches of absolute technical excellence from Palayo. It's funny. Twilight talked about after. I feel one of the
4: comments I saw was like, she's like. She was talking about the goals they gave up. She said, we've already addressed the second goal and, and know how to fix that. And I'm kind of laughing. <laughs> like, what? No, but what I'm wondering is, I'm wondering if she's talking about Trinity, Rodman falling asleep just for half a second on the throw-in. Because the way that Mexico, are, one, we're down a goal in the 91st minute. So it's like, Mexico's throw-in, we should be doing our best to box them in, right? Mm-hmm. And so to box the team in, Trinity is supposed to be on the on, like fronting that player who receives the throw in and sets it back for the thrower to smash. Uh, and she is, she's set up in front of her, but for a second there, like all our players are complaining about how long Mexico's taking. And that player breaks in front of Trinity. So now you have Trinity and Crystal Dunn both on her back, which is a waste of a player. So Trinity was supposed to be fronting it to deny that exact sequence. Um, but once it, once it gets hit out there, yeah, it's like if a player can just create a yard of space from 30 yards out and then hit that shot, Midge, maybe you can deny it, but yeah, you just tip your hat and go, we are we are mudded,
0: yeah, yeah, we are the chosen ones, um, let's see, oh, yeah, I think that's I it. hate that theme, right yeah
4: <laughs> last last thing,'cause i and then I but uh, for all the concern about Alyssa Nair maybe like hitting her cliff <laughs> over the last like year, we've given up almost no goals, and the ones we have given up have just been absolutely. Unreal finishes. Oh, it's it like I, I feel like we should be moving on from there, but also she hasn't really been at fault for for the mud. Like, and she had a pretty amazing double save uh after the Corbin fiasco.
0: Yeah, I, I know. Mean, guys. I, do, I know. I know. I do worry about her with the ball at her feet. I think that I think that that contributes a little bit to the the sense of despair that we had in the back.
2: I feel um, like knowing US soccer's relationship with the women's national team, we're going to get one more Alyssa start to get her her 100th cap, and then we're going to be able to move on. We need to, we need to um, honor, honor, her, honor her time, as, as we all know, that's what we've been doing the past couple years.
0: So, um, Greg, who do you want to start on, against Columbia? Oh, I got, I got a lineup. Uh, let's see. For,
4: for Columbia, I'm, uh, as much as I just said that about Nair, uh, I'm still starting Murphy. And I know we'll, uh, you could flip a coin, I guess, and give Campbell a knockout game, but I don't think it's happening. So give me Murphy and goal. Uh, give me Germa and Dahlkemper as my center backs. So I like Dahlkemper's distribution. Uh, I'm going Emily Fox at left back and Midge at right back. Give Midge a whole game to try to cook on that flank. Uh, my double pivot is Haran and Coffee, uh, and then I'm going. I'm not. I'm not going full experimental here. I'm not ready to do that in a knockout game. Uh, so it's Crystal Dunn as my attacking mid, with Trinity on the left giving us the width. Jaden Shaw on the right playing more as a ten in
0: possession, uh, and then Sophia Smith up top. I'll take that. Who's your right? Who's your right wing?
4: Midge is giving us the
0: width on the right side. Oh yeah. Okay.
4: From fullback. You can put her on skates maybe once during the game uh, from 30 yards <laughs> out. I'll take that because she's going to put you on skates over, over 90 minutes. She's she's going to be a net
1: gain in the skate department. Yep. And then you got Smith up top, you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I like that.
2: Who are we to argue with a Greg lineup?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like
4: like we said, there doesn't. there's not a... It looks great.
1: Not,
4: As soon as Kat comes back, all of these experimental questions sort of like evaporate and it's like oh yeah cat's a 10 done
0: cat and shaw dual tens i i will say regardless of how we line up i do not expect us to like you know have a wonderful performance i just don't think that's in the cards it's gonna be it's gonna be a long grind until emma hayes comes and then even then i don't know i don't know we'll see yeah. No nope. overnight overnight
4: improvement, guys. That's what we're that's what we're banking on. Yeah, this uh like like at
3: first when Emma was announced, I'm like, uh, oh, you know, it's no big deal. We'll wait till May. No problem. But but now I'm just I'm I'm rooting for Chelsea to get knocked out of every competition they're playing in, uh, so that, so we can go ahead and speed it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no me official over there at Chelsea anymore. Uh well I guess we do got cat coming back. But uh yeah, just go ahead and Let's speed this process up. You know what I'm saying? Todd Bowley. Yeah. JT Batson. Summit. You know what I'm saying? And Aspen somewhere.
0: Come on. I think it's funny how we at first people were like, Well, of course, of course Emma is choosing the lineups. you know? And then and now it's like, Well, no, Emma didn't choose this lineup. (laughs) Not this one.
1: (laughs) There's just no way. It's like
0: which one is it? You know?
3: I mean, so the the same Emma that was you know writing the manifesto during the World Cup that, that the idea that she would play you know Lindsay Horan Roosevelt dual tens I, I I don't know she does seem to she does she did mention in the in the manifesto that she was she's a fan of Rose so maybe Rose but but
1: Lindsay too I don't know I don't know yeah Rose scored a goal in the World Cup final.
0: Just like Mario Götze on the men's side, huge goal. Both of them were huge goals. <laughs> um, anything else, guys? Let me make a couple announcements. The the um the uh, the link to the Patreon is. Go ahead.
3: Before the announcements, just real quick. Uh, I meant to I meant to talk about this just just slightly when uh, Corbin. We we're talking about Corbin, just I mean, as we mentioned it, the fact that Lily Johannes has been better than Corbin Iber playing in the same group in the champions league.
1: Um I'm just I'm just saying, you know, let's get on the phone, make some calls, gift baskets, yeah. fruit baskets.
3: You
1: know what I'm saying? Whatever they do in the Netherlands. The non meat
0: The non rondo Oh, she's sixteen, sorry, I'm sorry. Bad. Uh go oh. ahead, Bills. The non-Rondo mentality that you talked about, Greg, is um, we'll not we won't that's not a problem for Lily. I don't think I think she likes to Rondo. I'm not sure Corbin does. I'm not sure Corbin is uh, much of a Rondoer. She hasn't shown it yet in
1: college or you know, pros.
0: All right, link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Uh, We would appreciate it if you would check that out and um yeah that's it youtube thanks for listening merch youtube instagram yeah several useful links in the show notes (laughs) uh thank you tara thank you vince thank you greg thank you everybody for listening we'll see you